Welcome to episode 94 of The Digital Life, a show about our adventures in the world of design and technology. I'm your host, John Follett, and with me is founder and co-host, Dirk Niemeyer. Hey, John. So this week, Dirk, is the uh, giant tech pilgrimage, otherwise known as South by Southwest, which is where, you know, all the startups are making their... uh, uh, debuts of their, you know, new apps and products where uh, tech geeks are arriving in hordes and partying too hard and, uh, um, you know, listening to innumerable panels. Um, you know, it's this, uh, call it the big tent revival of, um, uh, you know, the altar of, of technology in uh, the United States. And, uh, you know, it's, it's all happening and, and it's great, but, uh, I, I know you had some, some experience going to South by, uh, when, when it was a slightly smaller affair, uh, what's your thoughts on how the event has grown into this, uh, monstrous, uh, um, uh, humongous, uh, place for tech? Well, it's incredible how much it's changed. And, you know, South by Southwest, there's there's three actually three different festivals sort of all going on together. Um, there's a music and film festival as well, but it's it's sort of the interactive that that is is most specific to us. And, you know, South by Interactive was, you know, I mean, the first time I spoke there, I think it was 2004, maybe 2005. And uh, it was it was a conference for designers, you know. Um, there really, there certainly weren't like business people there, and product managers and engineers were at a minimum. Like it was, at the time, it was still relatively small. I mean, it was definitely growing. It wasn't, you know, it was in the thousands, not hundreds. But, um, you know, it was it was sort of like the place for the cool design types to hang out and watching that evolve, you know, I think, I don't know, I spoke, um, from the first time I spoke there, I spoke every year through like maybe 2008 or 2007. I don't, I don't remember, but, um, each year it was growing bigger and bigger. And then toward the end of that is when the businesses started to show up. And because the attendees of South by were sort of like design, cool influencers, um, you know, the businesses said, oh, hey, you know, we should, we should use this as a launch event. We should use this as a marketing platform because there's a lot of hip and influential people here. And once that started happening and sort of most notably with Twitter's big coming out party, like a lot of people grokked that that was a pretty good idea. And from there, it just, it just went nuts. I mean, now it's, it's like, you know, this is an overstatement, of course, but sort of the whole tech world kind of descends on it like there's people who you know 10 years ago or five six seven years ago they, they wouldn't have even known what south by was um and now they're like oh yeah you know going for the annual pilgrimage um it's it's just totally totally changed in in a really remarkable way and um it's i don't know it's probably cool for for some people but i definitely miss the the days when it was sort of like this this smaller thing for certain a certain community basically and now it's just broadened into like all things tech well i you know we we mentioned south by this this week because you know it is such an important event but i also wanted to talk a little bit about um you know the the tech professional group and sort of this uh creation of community 
that's really happening uh, in the tech field around these professional organizations. Now, now to, to back up a little bit, um, you know, right now in in uh, the United States and and probably around the world as well, uh, there are a lot of organizations, uh, organization types uh, that were part of previous uh, generations' social fabric, right? So so you have your civic organizations uh, like the Lions or the Rotary Club, um, and then you've got your uh, religious organizations like uh, your churches, and then and then. Uh, you you have other organizations uh, around uh, professional work like unions that that really brought people to be, uh, together and organized them um, around common interests and with you know the sort of the diffuse and entrepreneurial aspects of you know some of the uh, kinds of tech that we're involved with uh, plus you know just the 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 general working style uh, where collaboration where uh, collaboration can be done across uh, many miles um, or work can be done virtually or pretty much anywhere you like um, you know all of these things have made those kinds of connecting organizations uh, a little bit uh, let's let's say it, irrelevant uh, to these creative class types uh, that are likely to show up at South by Southwest now um, to get to my point these professional organizations that we see, um, whether it's something, you know, a little bit more vague, like the, the festivals of, of South by, or, you know, something more specific, like uh, the Interaction Design Association, which is uh, one of the prominent organizations in, in our industry of software, um, people are finding their, quote, second home, their, their larger community um, in these uh, sort of professional uh, groups that also have have personal interests built into them, and you know we could go on and on about how these uh, mechanisms are cropping up. You've got uh, meetups, right? So you can you can be involved in meetups for just about any sort of uh, professional or 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 tech hobbyist interests, um, and and I find it interesting that uh, the underlying fabric of of um, professional uh, technologists, the, the social fabric is being connected by these uh, professional groups now, and the creative class of like the uh, uh, 2000s and 2010 are, are being, um, you know, slowly organized in, into these uh, relevant. Uh, um, groups that you know who who knows what they're capable of and 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 where they're going to push things, but they're they're starting to organize people in, in a way that they can uh, uh, relate to each other. Um, so I see this I see this happening, and I see South by Southwest get bigger every year. I see all of these things uh, going on, and 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 my question is, you know, first. Where where are we finding sort of meaning in in this? Is it is it just uh, you know the worship of technology or of our of our jobs, or are we still sort of puzzling through you know how these organizations can have uh, a larger impact on our society? Uh, Dirk, do you have uh, uh, thoughts in either of those directions? Yeah, I mean, you know, in in terms of meaning, I'm I'm not sure the. The communities are definitely evolving and shifting. You know, it has uh, the conversations, the, um, the the coalescence of of community have have moved to these 
more online um, and offline um, places that don't resemble the the organizations of the past. I mean, if you go back, I don't know, 15 years, um, when, you, when you're talking about design, other, you know, from, from the standpoint of, of graphic design, it was AIGA. That was the, the start and the finish of it. And I can remember hiring um, designers. If I wanted to hire a designer, the first thing I would do is AIGA had this online designer directory, and I would go on and search that because I knew that the the designers who I would be interested in, who are more likely to be talented and, and you know take their profession very seriously, would be part of that. Now, AIGA was a membership-driven organization, and the membership was hundreds of dollars. I don't remember the exact number, but just to belong and get a newsletter or whatever else was, was money. Um, and that really shifted... Um, for that particular group to the South by community. So I, I remember again, when I was early in speaking at South by, I was like, wow, these are the people we want to hire. Like the AIGA people are more likely to not be into the sort of digital things that we need. Everyone here is not only into those things, but is really at the cutting edge of them. And, you know, AIGA has become, has become totally, um, totally way too strong, but has become, for me, irrelevant from the standpoint of trying to find talent, um, of representing sort of the vanguard of design and what practicing professional designers are doing. So, I mean, I think that's a, that's a migration that reflects um, how a lot of communities have migrated away from, you know, big fee-driven professional organizations to these more emergent groups and structures that are more nimble and more reflective of where technology and practice is at any given time. Yeah, I think it's, it's, I mean, we're definitely in, in, in a time of transition, especially for, um, um, you know, for those of us in the, uh, uh, generation X, uh, demographic, you know, familiar with, with the, um, associations of, we, we call it our, our parents' generation, but not, you know, comp at least for me, not completely adapted to, uh, sort of the self-organizing, um, organizations of, of the future. And, and what I mean by that is, for, for me, the, the personal computer was not something that was always in my house. I remember when it, you know, came in when I was, you know, 12 or 13. Um, and so my, my life has been, um, you know, largely digital, but I, I remember that, that starting. So I'm not a digital native per se. So I think this, this switch from, you know, the groups that come together, you know, uh, at the union hall or, um, at, at church every Sunday or, you know, uh, at, at a particular bar or pub for, for your, your rotary club meeting. Um, I'm still, you know, kind of of that world, but also of the, the, uh, IXDA and the, and the, and the, uh, South by Southwest, um, um, organization as well. So I feel this, this pull between, um, the, the formal organization, the structures and, and the informal and, um, um, sort of, uh, social media and, and online enabled, uh, groups that were, 
becoming so much a part of now. So, so for me, it's a little disconcerting, frankly, and, and maybe it's just um, uh, either my mindset or, or a generational uh, understanding, but I can see the ascendancy of um, uh, this, this, this new way of organizing. And, you know, frankly, I'm excited by it, um, but I don't always know how to relate uh, to it. Dirk, do you ever, do you ever encounter that, that same kind of feeling? No, no, I don't. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I tend to like change and innovation and, um, so it's, it's, I, I like the fact that things are changing so quickly and frankly, they'll only continue, you know, it's, things will be more destabilized, not less. So like you mentioned earlier, the interaction design association, I mean, that's an organization that, you know, it, over the next 10 years is either going to have to be really chameleon-esque in how it's changing in, um, you know, what it's, it's, you know, claiming to do and, um, how it's um, how it is servicing its members, or it's not going to exist anymore. And that's one of the newest breed, you know, um, organizations that's most most current um, and and relatively nimble, you know, largely online and and virtual, and and has had a lot of success. So uh, the, the emerging tech is just changing so freaking fast and. The future of UX and specifically what that's going to look like is so up in the air that, you know, going out 10 years or, or 20 years, wow, I mean, the, the landscape of what does this professional community look like, much less how is this professional community organized and, and creating communities and sub-communities within it, um, that's, that's really going to look a lot different. Yeah, I, I, I think the, um, you know, sort of being in the middle of all this change, it's not all, all that easy uh, sometimes to see where it's going. But I, I, I feel assured by the fact that, you know, there is this ongoing human need to organize uh, along the uh, uh, lines of common interest and then, you know, either either push your field forward or or do things that are, you know, good for um, your civic community or, you know, do things that are, um, you know, good for humanity, generally speaking. Like I can think of, um, you know, uh, Code for America, for instance, you know, civic minded hackers who, you know, come to T come together in in uh, you know informal meetups, and that's you know is that the new Rotary Club? I suppose so. Um, um, I, I like I like to think so anyway. This this civic mindedness, um, this um, uh, this need to give back, you know, is materializing in in new ways as as our communication channels and and professions you know become uh, more more virtual. The Rotary Club is a good example because that is such such a dinosaur. Um, you know, having having like a physical building and infrastructure that is owned by the group and needs to be paid for by members um, or was paid for in the past by members um, is so archaic. And then it gets into the same sort of annual membership stuff that I mentioned before. Um, it, it's, I mean, wow, talk about a vestige from a different time and place. Um, you know, so what will the Rotary Club of the future look like? I mean, I don't know. It's going to look a lot different from the Rotary Club, that's for sure. Um, we, we are, 
again, we are in this point of, of super fast transition. So, you know, right now, clearly, you know, if, if you are a designer or engineer or, or whatever sort of professional stripe you wear, you know, you're not looking for like a physical place to meet up and hang out with a group that is owned um, by the group. Like that's just, that's just kind of insane, but changes to physical infrastructure changes to the digital creation of spaces may end up creating some sort of a weird convergence between that type of a group and say a co-working space. Um, but it'll all depend on what what future technology looks like and how, you know, do you have spaces where the walls are giant screens? Do you have spaces where there need to be embedded devices to, um, to record and create proper IO with users? Like the more immersive that tech gets and the more expensive and exclusive it is and harder to get in a general way, the more likely that we could have um, models that are kind of like the Rotary Club, um, but but for the, the very utilitarian purpose of making these spaces available to people who otherwise either or couldn't afford them on their own or collectively wouldn't be able to get the access and use to them that they need when participating as a sort of participatory professional group. Yeah, yeah, I think that's um, you, you know we we can see sort of the um, uh, the beginnings of that uh, happening with with the uh, uh, corporate installations of like the Cisco telepresence, right? Where you can see this uh, you know um, virtual video of uh, someone across the world and you know in, in real time and you know life size across the table from you. Um, you know, I I think the 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 strong pull to to come together with with like-minded people um, and and um, that that social construction I think is is what is really driving some of these uh, new types of uh, organizations and I think South by Southwest you know just to to bring it back to our uh, event of the week uh, is really representative of that. You know the the like like-minded um, tech geeks uh, coming together and at least being in the same physical space um, for one week a year. Uh, anyway, I know I know it's a, a tremendous time for the people who are there. Listeners, remember that while you're listening to the show, you can follow along with the things we're mentioning here in real time. Just head over to thedigitallife.com, that's just one L in the digital life, and go to the page for this episode. We've included links to pretty much everything mentioned by everybody, so it's a rich information resource to take advantage of while you're listening or afterward if you're trying to remember something that you liked. And if you want to follow us outside of the show, you can follow me on Twitter at John Follett, that's J-O-N-F-O-L-L-E-T-T. And of course, the whole show is brought to you by Involution Studios, which you can check out at goinvo.com. That's G-O-I-N-V-O.com. Dirk? You can follow me on Twitter at dneemeyer. That's at D-K-N-E-M-E-Y-E-R. Or email me, Dirk, at goinvo.com. So that's it for episode 94 of The Digital Life. For Dirk Niemeyer, I'm John Follett, and we'll see you next time.